What's up? This is Daily Explain number 162. I wanted this to be a long one, but I just, I don't know if I have it in me. So, anyways, let's just talk about one of the things that's been coming up so often in my life. Um, you know, in my conversations with other people, conversations I'm, you know, a part of, you know, my, my coach is talking about it. Fucking seven of the ten audiobooks that I have active are talking about it. And... It's something that I think we've, like, adulthood is, like, this shift, right, where, um, you know, the beliefs and, like, the drama of being a teenager and, like, figuring out who you are and all that shit, like, you're still figuring out who you are, but you have to, like, you have to build a life at the same time now. It's, it's harder now. There's more responsibilities and consequences, right? So, like, there's it's no longer about ideals your ideals can't possibly make you a whole person as an adult it has to be your actions you know um there's a quote I can't remember who said it but you can't build a reputation based off of you know what you plan to do that's not a thing um you know especially if you are a part of any type of marginalized group you know it's like you you do have to go live your life you can't just know what's right you have to actually live that out um and I found that to be true in my life of just like, I can't, I don't, I can't be like mentally healthy and not taking action in the direction of like what I want. Um, so anyways, I'm saying this to talk about like, my voice is being weird, whatever. Um, you know, a couple different people in my life, you know, myself included, everyone goes through that feeling of like, yo, this is fucking too much. You know, that thing of you start looking for answers of like, how do people handle this emotion? How do people get through this? You know, what do I, you know, I've been feeling like this. What should I do? Da, da, da. And like the answers, I'm not going to say the answers to the specific questions don't matter, but I do want to point out a pattern so that you don't wait to take action until you get that answer because the answer is going to basically depend. But what you need is not the answer to your current emotion. What you need is a system. What you need is a way to continue to take action that is ir- like irregardless of your emotion. That's what you need. That's what everyone needs in order to actually create a life because manipulate. Well, our emotions are being manipulated constantly by the fucking food you eat, by the fucking media you consume, by your phone, by energy, like by where the fucking, you know, how much sunlight you're getting. You know what I'm saying? Like how much water you're drinking. Fucking time of year. You know, songs you hear, like you you can't control how you feel. And and the answer to how you get through a feeling, unfortunately, is the same. You just if you stay here, it will change. Might get worse if you don't take any action, but it'll change. Feelings are fucking it's like time. Feelings are literally a measurement of time. They're just a data point. Like they you know, that that distance you make between yourself and your ego is very important in these situations. Because it's almost like the same thing with working out, you know. Um, if you've ever competed at like a, a medium high level or really just ever trained yourself um, at a medium intensity level. At a certain point, especially, oh, okay, another one is like running long distance. Damn, I don't want to hear that right now. Hold on one second. Hold on. I'm not trying to hear that shit right now. It's a lot of chords and things. Oh no, how did I get over by my bed? 
Uh, okay, so back to the topic at hand that everyone asked me to talk. <laughs> um, actually, to be fair, I actually have been asked like multiple times by different people to talk about this point recently, so I'm not making that up. I was at first to like make fun of myself, but it's actually real life. So anyways, I'll continue. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> um... I mean, shit, okay, listen, the answer, I think I was talking about this, the answer is to stay alive, right, and to keep going, but the answer also, like, the answer to anything, any problems in life is to make a decision and take action, I don't be trying to hear that either, so if you, like, if you just heard that and you're like, oh, this fucking bitch, I know, bro, don't fucking call me that, but I know, (laughs) like, it's annoying it's exhausting but again this is duality oh i know what i was talking about i was talking about sports okay Ooh, ah we back so look if you've ever competed at a medium high level or trained or even if it hasn't been sports that's just one of the most physical embodiments of this phenomenon right it's like um at a certain point you realize that the pain you feel in like your legs you know the lactic acid and stuff like that you can usually go past it like the discomfort that feels like oh i'm going to quit i don't know where the statistic came from so let's not even call it that let's just say like a saying or an idea a concept that i've heard is like you can go about 50 percent more after you think you're quitting or 25 percent more you know what i'm saying so if you really have ever tried to like max yourself out in a physical way you know you know that and obviously I don't advise anyone to do something that could harm themselves or anything like that but you know when when the thing about humans right is we can set goals that have nothing to fucking do with our survival right like we can set goals for happiness just for the sake of happiness or like you know they're they're made up the significance is made up in our heads um usually based off of something you know at a deep level that's evolutionarily evolutionarily whatever um that makes sense from an evolutionary perspective right like um being accepted and like fear of rejection is extremely like innate in human beings because we're social and it used to mean that you would die if you were like exiled um being alone is very like new to the species and everything because you used to just fucking die you know um but anyways like we are able to set a goal that allows us to basically create an identity. I think that that's kind of what it comes down to. But anyways, like in terms of the example I'm using, knowing like if you run the 400, oh my God, bro. If you run the 400, right? If you run the four and like maybe I'm, 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 I, I would like to discuss the four by itself. You might have four by four experience. Let's really anchor yourself into the concept of running 400 fucking meters okay so that's the longest sprint that is one of the craziest things i can think of that i've made myself do over and over again (laughs) it's nothing but pain dog um but anyways like if you get to that if you've run that before you know that when you get to like 250 300 shit gets real 
shit gets so real. Like, you're just like, if you even have time to think, right, you're just noticing that your body is fucking slowing down and, like, it's heavy. Gravity just turned up six times. What's going on? And you still, but we have the desire in our head to push forward. So you train and you work out and you get conditioned so that you have the tools. But if you have the tools, but you don't make the mental decision in that moment of exhaustion at the 300 fucking meter mark, if you don't tell yourself to turn over, like if you don't tell yourself to pick this up, in this moment and you don't tell your like body what to do and you let your body tell you what to do you can't achieve your best you can't achieve shit actually and then you'll just have felt bad you will just have ran to lose and then feel bad and not finish a race and then feel double bad and then start feeling bad about this activity that could have made you feel invincible for you know 30 seconds or whatever um but anyways like all of this is coming down to Um, even when life is good, life can be hard. And one thing that is echoed over and over again right now that I need to really specify is that life being hard does not mean you're not moving in the right direction. Okay. My voice like in my ears sounds extremely low and like, it doesn't sound like anything. It just sounds like rumbling. So I hope, (laughs) so I hope I'm making words. (laughs) Um, But in terms of like, you know, getting down to what this, what my philosophy might be on this point is that anytime I've really, 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 really wanted to be out the gym, it's been some form of stagnancy that I haven't, like, I felt like there's no way out of, right? And um, a lot of times people require faith in order to do things when they're in that, that bad of a space. I think I'm being confusing. Hold on. Let me start semi-over. So, life is fucking hard, right? But it's always going to be hard. Like, it's it's, it's going to be hard. Like, you're literally choosing not to die every single day. Like, it's literally a fight for an inevitable end. And we can make all this society and do all that shit. But at the end of the day, this is about feeding the brain, breathing the oxygen, staying alive another day like this is this is what it's about we have evolved to have all this other like you know fucking accessories and that's tight but um I think sometimes we get so caught up in those mental goals that we don't realize the power of movement and like tangible action um or or the idea that people have that um you need to be inspired to create um, if you just, you know, you could do what I did and, uh, <laughs> if you want to, you could quit your job and not really have any savings and not really have like enough, like cash flow to really be responsibly doing it. And you could just be a freelancer and whatever your passion is. <laughs> and, and, and you'll realize that like, no, I don't need to be fucking inspired. I need to do my job. Everything's going to be a job, dude. Just because you get endorphins from something doesn't mean you're not putting in work. Like, scrolling through social media, like, your brain's working hard as fuck. You think it's not because it's mindless activity, but, like, you're putting yourself through stress, dog. Like, you know what I mean? So don't, 
I think that taking a real stock of like what you're actually taking action on is very important. Um, but in terms of like stagnancy and depression and everything, like you, you can't wait to feel better to act. And you don't need to act to get what I would say, especially is don't act to get a result or to have your problem solved. Act for in incremental like change. Um, and the result comes, right? That's just the way it works. I think that, you know, especially when, so for me, I like, I feel like I'm never going to go back to where I was mentally. Like, it's fucking impossible. Like, I would never do that. I don't care. I don't care what happens to me. I'm not doing that anymore. Um, because there was just like, I just did not know what I know now. And so now I don't have to worry about ever, like, getting back into that situation. I might go through some, sh some shit, you know, but it's never going to be the same. So I don't, have to, I don't have to fear going backwards, but that doesn't mean I don't have rough times or similar behaviors or symptoms or experiences or fears. You know what I'm saying? Um, those are a part of the human experience. They don't actually belong to any time period. So when I think about, like, when I feel like shit, but I, I, I can't really be obsessed with the idea that, damn, am I going to feel like shit forever? Because I've set up my life to where a lot of people are waiting on shit for me at all times. Or, like, I have so many creative ideas that, like, even if I don't feel creative, sometimes I'm just like, damn, am I, I have to do X, Y, and Z small step because otherwise I'm never going to do it. Um... Damn, I definitely should have wrote this one out because I don't think this is like any type of linear. But like what I'm trying to say, <laughs> I think, is like, like taking action when you feel like shit is the only solution. And it's not just taking action to feel better in the moment. In fact, throw that shit away. If you're depressed or you feel like shit, don't try and make yourself feel better. Like, don't fucking worry. You already feel bad. <laughs> If you knew how to just make yourself feel better, you would have. Pacifying yourself is not, that's not, that's not going to change anything. But changing that behavior is, and like, it's just so crazy how this is coming up in so many, like, areas of my life. It's like, literally, when I say, like, five different ways, this is showing up in my life right now. Um, through myself and other people, though, you know? Because we all go through this, and I think, oh, okay, so one of the points I wanted to make, right, is that as a generation that is able to think about and conceive of their own mental health at a new capacity but also is, is experiencing like psychological warfare at a unprecedented capacity um at least i mean i can't speak for a global scale right um or i actually can't really say it's unprecedented but at least for the way in which it's administered i'm talking about electronically we are being mentally manipulated all the time and that's just a like we have to participate <laughs> in the internet um but anyway so being a part of this group where we realize that emotions have been neglected in society too much and you know injustice has been in, has been tolerated or you know we're trying to advance things socially it's like age of aquarius type shit you know like wokey wokeness and it, it's like you know the youth revolution type change the world you know the script 
the thing about that being centered around mental health is mental health is not just love and light dog you know and so when you think that you know um feeling bad is almost like regression um it can get really scary and you cannot know how to fix things and you can start blaming yourself for being like other people or like you know um you can get into a narrative that isn't fucking helpful when in reality like there's got to be a balance between us being an emotionally intelligent um generation and us also being a generation that knows when to like parent our emotions and not parent them like our parents did obviously um but that's part of it too is you have to learn to parent yourself unless you want to literally like you know further the cycle of abuse unless you want to literally become as a parent just some juxtaposition of your own parent you to practice uh parenting your own emotions and that means that like if you have a kid and your kid is like damn you're working too much the kid is fucking a kid and you know maybe it pulls at your heartstrings and like you know i'm sure it's probably really fucking difficult to be like excuse me i'm so fucking tired i'm sure it's really difficult to tell your kid like tough you know and um set those boundaries and you know because obviously there's a negative there's a negative way of doing that but at the same time your kid should not be telling you what the fuck to do and i'm not saying like fuck that kid for expressing its opinion i'm saying you as the adult need to know okay i hear you i understand what you're saying i totally like it seems like you're really frustrated with the situation and i know it can seem like i work too much okay boom established to respect the kid and or the emotion the kid is obviously a metaphor for the emotion okay keep up so the kid is like you work too much you're like i hear you and i respect your emotion and i could totally understand where it feels like you know i work too much you know you can ask the fucking kid how they feel you know what they want do 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 and not just what they want like what they want you to do like what are they what are they missing what what soothing thing can happen that doesn't necessarily require you to stop working because that's the other thing too is like if you let your fucking emotions tell you what to do and your emotions are you know a hurt version of your child wait what's that thing called inner child that motherfucker does not pay bills and there's no judgment it's just you have more than one emotion just because one is taking over because it's been suppressed for a long time doesn't mean you are that one emotion and doesn't mean that emotion needs to be telling everybody what to do it really is a committee it really is like a village to raise a child type shit you have to recognize patterns of emotion and things like that for what they are which is data and then you have to do what you have to do but again that being a productive like doing requires you to know what you're actually fucking feeling you have to be able to acknowledge your feelings you have to know your motivation for why you're doing the action instead of appeasing your feelings and then you have to do it you know like if you're a kid like it's like okay i got distracted and then i realized i really can't like i at least gotta start winding down for bed you know 
because if I just ignore like the fact that I need to sleep altogether, I will. And then it'll be three in the morning. And then I'm gonna fuck up my day, you know. Which is a great example of what we're talking about, which is you may not feel like getting up, but self care or like loving yourself isn't always listening to that emotion. And like don't ruin your fucking life trying to avoid being your parents. That's what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you not to ruin your life and like fuck up your future and be a slave to your own emotions to the point where, you know, you might fuck up your opportunities. You might be, you might be unhappy. <laughs> you know, don't do that shit exclusively coming from the place of like, well, feelings are important. Yes, they are. Amen. Who the fuck are you talking to? I listen. I am the first one to tell you to get a therapist. In fact, I don't think I'm going to be dating anybody that doesn't have a therapist. Or at least hasn't, you know, been in therapy for a significant... Okay, maybe it doesn't have to be therapy, but you need to have worked through your shit. That's like a new rule for me. You need to be working through, have worked through... Excuse me, there's a lot of crinkling. Um, you need to be doing something about your inner self. Because I can't, I can't... <laughs> I won't. I shan't. <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm gonna sit down and finish that thought. I think we were talking about kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. Hold on. Make sure I have all the notebooks. Yeah. This one. This one. And that one. Okay. Just needed two notebooks before I go to bed. Fucking, where's the phone? Like the other phone, not this phone. Okay. Alright, we good. We good, G. <sighs> okay, guys, we're in bed again. Except for, like, slightly more prepared for tomorrow this time. Alright, um, back to the thought that we was on before I was interrupted by myself. Okay. So, kids... What I was also going to say is, like, I was trying to think of an example of, like, what makes kids scream. But I have such a reverence for, like kids and they're so pure that like the examples that my like violent ass mind could think of for like what would make somebody scream like I refuse to put that on kids so I'm trying to figure out like what an alternative because basically what I'm trying to say is that if we keep the metaphor that your emotions are the same as children um okay 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 your kid is going to scream the same level of intensity or at least the same level of conviction for no you may not have a lollipop the same amount of screaming or the same like you know genuine energy into the scream for that fucking answer no you can't have a lollipop and for like you know the fucking boogeyman or something I don't know I don't know like something life-threatening you know they kids are like emotions because emotions are just here to tell you information and that's it which means not that you should ignore them but also not that they should be telling you 100% what to do because it's really it's really important to depersonalize some of your emotions and recognize what is your ego and what is you um not so that you can ignore those things and that you don't get to feel them you have to feel them 
but don't think that obsessing over them is the same thing as feeling them. I'm really sick of the noises getting in the way of my success. Okay, hold on. Just trying to be great. Okay, um, I gotta wrap this up anyways. Let's see. What was I saying? Yeah, don't let your kids or your emotions tell you what to do. Okay, yeah, so it's like, you can't get mad. It's almost like a dog, too. It's anything that's dependent on you. Your emotions are simply another dependent, okay? They're like fucking plants. They're like fucking any responsibility you have. You're just responsible for them, okay? They're not your fucking boss, and they're not you, you know? Don't We hate when our parents overproject their lives onto ours, right? Don't do that to your emotions. Don't project your entire identity onto how you feel. How you feel is dependent, you know? You used to experience genuine anguish over not getting a Lunchable. You feel me? And, like, you know, I'm not talking about, like, child neglect. Like, I'm talking about, like, you you just still felt pure emotion at the time, right? Um, and so I'm not saying ignore your emotions. I'm not saying act like the emotions are you know, not shit or whatever, because it's the same thing we don't, we don't give kids enough credit or respect, in my opinion, as a society, and I think that that, you know, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, if you say kids just be talking nonsense and, like, whatever the fuck can't understand nothing, then okay, they're not, then you treat them that way, and then they do not, like, I was spoken to, like, in a, I don't know about, like, an adult, but, like, I cannot express my gratitude enough for the way that intellectual conversations were had with me as a kid. And, like, in my head, there was nothing to it about, like, like, I knew I was a kid, but it wasn't like I was a kid that people were talking to like a kid. We were having, like, a conversation. You know, people were able to talk to me, and it was about the subject matter and, and really nothing else. And so, again, how you treat your emotions is going to be how, like, it's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy as well. If you, you know, always give your emotions or your feelings or your reactions insane amounts of power over you, that's what it will feel like. If every time you're hungry, you say you're starving, you're just, you're, you're giving, you're playing, you're playing the game. You're enabling this like cycle of abuse and like, you know, distortion. You get to decide your relationship to your emotions. You do. And I'm telling you, and a bunch of people are telling you, and basically everybody that's happy is telling you, they are not you, but you can still listen to them. And one of the best ways to realize this is to take action when you're experiencing emotion. So obviously, like, you know, I understand, um, don't force yourself to, like, push through an emotion, but in terms of like okay you feel an emotion and your whole day is fucked up you're not going to do anything or you're not going to do anything nice for yourself because you feel like shit like anything like that where what I think it comes down to and is most empowering for me and this is coming from someone who is like very very openly um adult ADHD right is having routines that do not require any sort of emotional minimum and I don't follow them all the time. Like, obviously, the point is not to be perfect. Just like the point is not to feel good all the time. The point is to 
sustain, you know? The point is to be able to have this human experience without throwing your fucking life away every time you think about that one thing that happened that was so cringy and, like, there's nothing you can do about it. You know, it's it's really perspective and that's what's empowering. Like, I'm not, I'm not out of touch with my emotions. You don't have to, and also you don't have to be a fucking depressed motherfucker to be creative. Cut that shit out. That is a dream being sold, okay? That's just like selling sexy. That is a fucking societal narrative and like mostly only exists because society is like fucking rude and uncreative, you know? Like artists weren't, art, artists aren't fucking depressed because they're artists. They're depressed because the world doesn't fucking like artists. <laughs> it's not built for them, you know? And it can feel very difficult to be who you are in a world that's not built for you, which is again, why you have to build your own inner, you know, tribe of emotions and systems and you have to build your own process for life. Like you really do, like I can't express enough how having a routine available to you, it doesn't even matter if you don't do it every day. Obviously, optimally you would. Um, but just like any diet, it doesn't matter what diet. It Listen to me, listen, listen. Listen to me, okay. It doesn't matter what diet you choose. I mean, like it does, but in terms of the reason people diet is often to lose X number of pounds. If you want to lose X number of pounds, burn more calories than you intake. The end. You can keto your ass off. You could eat fucking three jelly beans a day. If you depersonalize it, you could see that this is simple math. After you depersonalize and realize that it's just actions and results, it's just lead and lag metrics, it is just data. Once you have that perspective, then you write the story. You don't get the story written to you and told to you. This is, that happens enough in life. I'm, I'm passionate about this topic because it's like, bro, you, this is already happening to you from outside sources. Like this is, this is the voluntary piece. This is where you get to change the narrative in your own head, which is where you actually are. It's the only place you actually are. So, damn, I'm getting like amped and it's a little too late for that. Um, Anyways, I hope that what can be taken took it stole off of nope, that's not it. Stolen. Nope. Um, I hope what you gather from this conversation, this one sided conversation, is that you know, a reminder that you are not your emotions, okay? Um, but also like a real emphasis on it being you're like a team captain, right? And it's for something like, okay, it's like a football team, right? You, we can argue that like nobody gives a fuck about linemen. Um, you know, like you can argue about the popularity of each player, but at the end of the day, that is an external like narrative. At the end of the day, you, oh, you fucking like quarterbacks. Okay. If there's no fucking offensive line, you don't fucking like your quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything should be working together to help the team. And so just like a relationship, just like a football team, your brain and you and your experience, this is a team fucking effort. So that means when sadness pulls up and is like, you know, I'm sadness, what's up? Okay, you're still a part of the team, sadness. 
So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got you to gotta be the team captain that you need to be in order to make sure that everybody is performing at the best that they can. It's not always going to be top tier. But don't ever confuse yourself for... Like, don't... The position that you're in in society is not the position that you're in in your mental health. It is the exact opposite. Freedom is only is literally given to you by you in your mind by how you interact with yourself and your experience freedom is your own narrative you get to decide what freedom and success is in your head obviously obviously if you listen to anything else in here i know that there are things working against your freedom in the external world can you fix that today no motherfucker but can you uh fucking you know, clean up your room, set out your clothes for tomorrow and journal about how you feel like shit, even though you don't think it's going to do anything. Okay. It's not about fixing the feeling. It's about that fucking feeling pulled up and was loud as hell and it has something to say. And so you fucking tell it, okay, sit down in this fucking corner and we can talk like adults. And then you have a conversation with the feeling and then you fucking move on. I mean, I, I stress the dating yourself thing because it's, true i don't just mean taking yourself out on dates i don't just mean getting to know yourself i mean when there's fucking conflict stop thinking everything's an argument okay same principle sit the fuck down like two grown-ups and get on the same page so you can move out as a team that's it these are all the same principles you need to have the same way you know shit will come out and like these conversations around racism and things and people are like well no you know even in our race we're not you know what the fuck did they be saying you know there's division amongst us and shit like that like bro there's division amongst everything that is the only reason you exist and you're not a part of the singularity which you are a part of the singularity because it's singularity but you understand oh my gosh and i have so many exciting things to talk about as far as like physics and relativity and just ooh, so cool um, but I can't talk about that today because we're talking about emotions and you have to give it time the same way you could be dating somebody that like is tripping like you could be dating somebody that's like mad tripping you could have a kid in a grocery store that's like mad tripping and you're like bro honestly G you don't have to do this obviously they don't have to do this but since they are and since you're a part of a team and since you can't just leave that little kid crying on the floor in Walmart you have to like fucking <laughs> you know you're committed already. I don't care if you didn't ask for it. You're on a team. So if your little kid emotion is crying on the floor in Walmart, first of all, ew. <laughs> um, second of all, how you choose to handle that is up to you, but you're training that emotion. Okay? You're training it how to interact with you. You're training it to understand itself. You're giving it an identity. How you interact with everything gives this its identity. This is the same principle that has to do with like the basics of organic chemistry and valence electrons the interaction between two things and who the other thing is to the other thing defines the thing i can't keep talking because i think i'm getting clearer and then i stop and i just add that uh you know um and so obviously i hope that that is like i hope this is taken seriously because even though this is i haven't been very clear this conversation this podcast episode like this is coming from a very individual person like, i'm not a teamwork to make the dream work kind of person in doubles i kept asking people can we do two back i'm not really trying to be up here doubles tennis um you know what i'm saying i like 
individual sports. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm a fuck. I'm self-employed. Okay. So for me to, I, I, it's not that I don't recognize the importance of teamwork. It's that everything is a reflection in this life. Okay. So if your teamwork on the inside is like fucking lopsided and you're pretending it's fine, your life is going to feel like that. So what do you do? Recognize and acknowledge your feelings. Take stock. Really fucking inventory those hoes. Literally, like, don't just be like, I feel bad. No, what the fuck? Like, spend time by yourself thinking about it, feeling it, expressing it. Give it the time to talk to you. I'm dead ass serious. That's number one. Listen to your fucking emotions. With the understanding that they are just fucking emotions. Um, number two, like, make a decision. Make a decision after you listen to your emotions about, like, make the adult team captain decision. Like, one motherfucker is like, hey, I have this idea. We should, like, fuck up the whole shit. And, you know, that motherfucker is really fucking, like, you know, let's say I need to give names to this metaphor because I'm getting, like, I'm not confused. I'm just tired. Okay. Listen. Let's say, you know, um, you're playing, what are games, yo? Um, fuck me. Listen, anyways, fuck that. Fuck that example. Fuck that. Um, let's, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, bro. Listen, we're going to wrap up strong. First thing you do, listen, knowing that emotions are data points, but that they all have something to tell you. Listen to your emotions. Don't just categorize them as like your depression or you're this and that, or like whatever the fuck. Don't just give it a fucking label. Don't just diagnose yourself. Listen to what it's telling you. Number one, that's just the number one thing, not because I, I like that it's the number one, it's not that it's not my rules, it's the world, okay, your emotions are yelling, just fucking listen, okay, boom, do that, and deadass do that, don't do that to fit a narrative, literally listen, think about this as a relationship conversation, if you're in a relationship, and you're only listening so that you can speak, you suck, okay, you don't suck, but you know what I'm saying, like, that's not how conversations go, so really listen to your emotions, really feel them, don't just say I feel bad and then scroll through shit mindlessly. Sit with your fucking emotions. Um, okay, boom. That's number one. Sit with your emotions. As the boss, okay? Number two, uh, I can't remember. I don't think I should order these, but anyways. Number two would be make a decision. And I would probably say that that would better be described as like set your, set your desired outcomes or set like just figure out what could be improved like what could tangibly be improved um that you have control over and so this is where like we've gone from something very abstract like listening to our emotions to something extremely concrete this means if you're anxious and you know you listen to your anxiety and like your anxiety has a lot of shit to say so like you know cap that don't don't just listen to the anxiety all day listen to the shit thank it for its time you know write that shit down whatever the fuck when you move on to step two make it specific and tangible so make whatever you decide your decision or your goal tangible and specific because then you can take action which is step three so step two if you're anxious you listen to your emotion that's step one step two might be i you know my goal would be for um for me to be able to like 
be less anxious and just sit down and work. So let's say you're so anxious that you can't even sit down and work. Okay. The goal, you, the decision you made is I do want to work. I do want to get this work done. I want to, you know, be able to sit down and work. That's the goal. The next thing is breaking it into tangible actions. So one, you listen. Two, you make a decision as the team captain as like, all right, in real life, this is what we're going, this is what I want. As a team, this is our goal. Then you take actions. Number three is take actions to support yourself in getting the goal. And so this is where we break into a lot of times our emotions are tied into lag metrics. The lag metric is the result of actions you took. The lead metric is how you measure the actions you take in order to predict the result. So in very simple terms, if you want to like feel better and have better energy or whatever the fuck, and that's like the general goal. Okay, cool. If you want to work backwards from that goal into tangible steps, you need more folate. So, or you need, you know, you need a healthier diet. So let's say you're like, okay, I need a healthier diet. And specifically, I want to incorporate more folate into my diet. What you set from there in, in step three is the tangible habits and like actions you can take. So let's say I want to eat, you know, two leafy green vegetables a day, like two servings of leafy green vegetables a day. Um, and, and that way you keep, don't like that way. Step three is about you already know your goal and you know how you feel. That's just done. You did what you needed to do. You gave that shit its respect. You fucking like you were mature and you took the high road with those two routes. Okay, boom. Now let's get on with it. Now let's live our fucking lives, yo. Now let's be like the boss. And so when you get to step three, you don't have to worry about the outcome. Because you're making these decisions of what tangible actions to take based on the outcome that you want. But then after that, once you make that decision, you just decide the actions that you're going to take and measure. And so it's no longer do I feel good today. It's did I, um, what example did I use? Anxiety. Did I clean my room today before I got started with work? Did I write down the three things I need to do today and everything else? Like I jotted it down, but it's not as important. Did I ask the people um, the question that's on my mind and making me anxious? Did I, um, you know, send that email? Did I get enough sleep? You know, just figure out what you can actionably do as a human being and take some of this, like, let me solve all my problems or let me feel better shit. Take that off your plate. Take it off. Lead metrics, baby. Like, focus. Simply focus on your input. Simply focus on what you can change. That's what we're going for. So your emotions, you can't actually just like straight up change those hoes, which is why you need to listen to it. Pay attention to it, accept it, fuck with it. Okay? Your goals, you can technically change them, but honestly, our desires are pretty much like, I don't know, I think they're kind of like soul decided. I don't think you can really, really for real, like, like you can't lie about your desires. You live your whole fucking life that way, so... Let's pretend that's also a non-changeable, you know, out of your control thing. Like, I desire to be happy. All right, then. Like, okay, two things you can control. Make sure once you identify and accept that you can't control those two things, move the fuck on to what you can control. Make it actionable and measurable, okay? And then focus there. Like, you don't, you're not supposed to understand how to be a human. You're supposed to be a human. Like, don't let fucking society tell you no fucking shit. Like, 
you're figuring this out just like everybody else. Like, just figure out what you have to do in the physical body in order to change your reality. That's it. And optimally, I don't mean just like going to smoke a bowl, you know? Like, I'm talking about like, what do you have to do to set yourself up for success? Not just appeasing your feelings. Because number one was to listen to your feelings. It was not to solve your feelings problem. It wasn't. Long term, you probably should. You know, especially if it's reoccurring. Probably should unpack that. Probably should set aside time to do emotional deep dives and do some cleansing and maybe get a therapist, right? But the reason why we broke it up that way is that one is to listen and accept your feelings. It's not to fucking fix it. Two is to listen and accept what you want. A desire is to decide, is to simplify, is to reorient yourself as a leader and set a goal. Then you just move into action. Like it doesn't, it's not, the rest of your life is not up to you. This moment is up to you. But the thing about these moments, yo, is they accumulate. So if you, if you think too hard about how you felt in the last 25 moments and you miss the next five, you're fucking setting yourself up to keep feeling like you did. New action. You have to take a new action. It's not going to come out of anything else. And if something isn't working, change it. And I know I'm making it sound simple and it's not. But the principle is sound. The principle fucking works. Always has. So. Hope that was worth the sleep I lost. Let's see. Damn, it's two in the morning. I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't care enough apparently to make it not happen which I'm okay with that I can just accept that that's what happens there and now we're gonna face the consequences and like I still think that I deserve to have a good day tomorrow like you know I just I don't know I wish you all the best if you listen to this you're cool peoples bye